Get ready to hear the truth about America. A new show that isn't allergic to the facts. The Bold Conservative. And now, here is your host, James Good morning, good evening to all my bold conservatives out there. Today we're talking about Sunland's fraudulent testimony regarding the so-called quid pro quo that apparent uh, that allegedly took place during the phone call with Trump and Ukraine. Hold on to your mega hats. This is the Bold Conservative Show. Listening and reading Sunland's quid pro quo testimony, you start to pick up on things and you start to realize that his testimony is a complete fraud, 100%. And this is the thing, multiple media outlets pointed to a supplement written testimony, supplemental written testimony provided by U.S. Ambassador to the European Union, Gordon Sunland, as part of uh, the House Democrats' impeachment inquiry. As to the highly sought-after quid pro quo smoking gun that provides, pres- or, or that uh, apparently, in their mind, proves uh, President Donald Trump demanded political dirt in exchange for sending Ukraine military aid, which we all know by reading the folks read the transcript. The left will tell you that these transcripts are not accurate; that they're that they were uh, uh, edited uh, per Donald Trump's uh, editing. That's not true. Everybody that was on that call. Everybody that was on that call has confirmed that the the left calls it a summary of the call. See, everything that they do, everything that they say, when they try to debunk something, think about the Russia thing. They kept saying that everything that Donald Trump released that didn't fit their agenda was edited or it was only a summary. Everything they're doing is regurgitated from the Russia hoax, Russia Gate. They kept saying, hey, it's almost Mueller time. Mueller's going to save the country from Orange Man Bad. Then when it come out, they all bashed Mueller for not saying that Trump colluded with Russia. If there's no proof, there's no proof. Then they wanted to say, well, he didn't exactly exonerate President Trump. It's not his job to exonerate. It's his job to try to come up uh, with any evidence that uh, Donald Trump is guilty. It wasn't his job to exonerate President Trump. In a court of law, just like now, just like with this uh, Ukrainian call, if, if you're proven guilty, 
then you're then then you're you're charged with a crime. But if you're not proven guilty, the uh, prosecutor doesn't say, "Well, we couldn't find any dirt on him, so we exonerate him." They never do that ever in any court. So why do they why do they expect that now? It's the same thing with this Ukrainian thing. They want to pretend like the the call transcripts were indeed edited by Donald Trump and all of the juicy stuff, all of the smoking gun stuff was taken out. That's a lie. The left will not accept that Donald Trump has done nothing wrong. And they keep ignoring that uh, former Vice President Joe Biden did exactly what they claim President Trump did. They want to ignore that fact. Well, that was different. No, it wasn't. There was nothing different. If Donald Trump, if there's no proof that Donald Trump uh, had uh, had a quid pro, quo, uh, quid pro quo going on in the phone call, there's no proof that he did. We've read transcripts. They refuse to read it because they all think it's fake. So this is what you keep in mind when the left is uh, salivating over uh, over Sandlin's uh, testimony. These are the points that you need to be paying attention to. Know these, know these key points up front. First, the aid was released in mid-September. Mid-September, way before this even made national headlines. The, first, uh, the aid was released in September. Keep that in mind. Second, Ukraine opened no investigation into former Vice President Joe Biden or his son, Hunter, before releasing the aid. So the aid was released before they started the investigation. So that just blows it completely out of the water. Third, keep this in mind, very important. Trump mentioned no quid pro quo with the Ukrainian president during the July 25th call that led Democrats to launch the inquiry. He mentioned nothing about any quid pro quo. He did not threaten them. He did not threaten to withhold any aid at all. Fourth, Ukraine was not aware its aid was being delayed until August, way after, way after the aid was released. August, a whole month, which of course makes for a bad attempt to allegedly seek a quid pro quo. So if President Trump sought a quid quo pro, pro quo, if he did, well, he did a really bad job because he didn't mention any of this in August. He mentioned none of this in August. The funds were released in September, and all of this made the headlines in July. So they already had their aid. The aid was not withheld. The aid was given. It was just delayed a little bit. And finally, Zelensky has stated 
on multiple occasions he did not feel pressured to open any investigation merely because Trump raised the subject. Out of the president of Ukraine's own mouth, he did not feel pressured. He knew nothing about this quid pro quo. He did not feel like he was being mob manhandled. He didn't think that President Trump had a mob mentality. He didn't feel threatened in any way. But the left won't take that. They won't accept that. They want to believe that orange man bad. And they're going to keep believing it regardless of what comes out of this. Remember on Twitter during the Russia hoax, during the Russian, Russia investigation, they kept screaming, uh, Robert Mueller, it's Mueller time, it's Mueller time. And we kept telling them there's, no, there's nothing. Everybody says there's no there there. But they want to debate you and they want to uh, keep reliving and rehashing the CNN talking points. The lies, actually. I like to call them lies. So, with these facts up front, that's uh, interesting to note. Let's take a look at Sandri's actual supplemental declaration. He wrote, and see page 10, by the beginning of September of 2019 and in the absence of a credible explanation for the suspension of aid, I presumed, listen, he presumed the aid was linked to a proposed anti-corruption statement. So he didn't know, he just assumed. He presumed. And what do they say about assumptions? When you make assumptions, you make an ass out of you and me. Exactly. Sunland had no first-hand knowledge. None. So, Mark Meadows tweeted, and this is going to be interesting. This is the key. Listen to this. I'm going to read you what Mark Meadows wrote in a tweet, and then I'm going to read you actual uh, what well, uh, the actual paragraph four of the transcript actually says. Seeing many overblown and outright false reports about Ambassador Sunland's testimony, here's what he actually said. Number one, I did not and still don't know why aid was withheld. So he didn't know and he still don't know. But the left called him as a, as a creditable witness to try to uh, impeach Donald Trump. Everybody keeps saying, oh, he's going to get impeached. For what? You have to have a crime. It is written law. You have to have a high crime or a misdemeanor to impeach a sitting president. Number two, I presumed it was because of corruption. So he presumed it was because of the corruption. So he didn't know. But apparently the left calls him a credible witness all over Twitter. The, the alt left is salivating. Oh, we're going to, we have him now. We have him now. Now keep this in mind. Number three, the most importantly, 
This is what he said. I told your Mac my assumption. So this is his opinion. This is something that he thought. He thought this. This was how he felt about it. How many times do we have to tell the left, the facts do not care about your opinions? But this is a bombshell, right? So this is, this is what the actual transcript in paragraph 4 actually says that Sunland said. And I quote, with respect to the September 1st, 2009 Warsaw meeting, the conversation described in Ambassador Taylor's and Mr. Morrison's opening statements have refreshed my recollection about conversations involving the suspension of U.S. aid, which had become public only days earlier. I also believe that suspending aid to Ukraine was ill-advised, although I did not know and still don't know when, why, or by whom the aid was suspended. However, by the beginning of September 2019, and in the absence of any credible explanation for the suspension of aid, I presumed that the aid suspension had become linked to the proposed anti-corruption statement. As I said in my prepared testimony, security aid to Ukraine was in our vital national interest and should not have been delayed for any reason. And it would have been natural for me to have voiced what I had, here we go, presumed to Ambassador Taylor, Senator Johnson, the Ukrainians, and Mr. Morrison. So that's a lot of presuming and assuming and guessing and giving opinion. How is this a bombshell? How is this the smoking gun that's going to end Trump's presidency? That's going to allow the Democrats to impeach President Trump? See, the House can impeach him all they want, but see, eventually they're going to have to come up with all of this. In, in the impeachment process, the House determines whether they want to prosecute the, pre the sitting president and impeach him. So all of this testimony that they have is, is useless because it's all hearsay. It's all hearsay, it's all false, it's all opinion. When then the whole case has to go before the Senate. The Senate hears it and and the uh, the head the head uh, Supreme Court justice sits over as the judge and this is and everybody hears and everybody gives a vote in the Senate whether or not they're going to impeach the president. Excuse me. So here's the thing. There was no quid pro quo. There's nothing. They have nothing. They won't have anything. So keep this in mind as you go through your day. 
whenever the left approaches you saying we have him now know in your heart that they really don't have anything they just assume they have something they have a, a, a few men's uh, opinions that's all they have is opinion and hearsay and assumptions you heard it for yourself I read it straight from the transcript well I thank you all for listening please please consider supporting our work because we work really hard and getting you these these news articles and in these podcasts out all of you all of my bold conservatives have a great day and i'll see you all tomorrow same time same place have a great day but first before we get started i want to mention one of our sponsors the original patriot survival company my patriot supply was founded by people with a passion for self-sufficiency and food independence. My Patriot Supply not only understands the drive to practice emergency preparedness, they are active participants in the survivalist lifestyle. They believe that freedom, true freedom, comes from attaining a certain level of self-reliance. My Patriot Supply prepares you for any type of emergency. I ordered several of their kits just to try them out. The food tastes great and the cooking vessels are grade A top of the line accessories. They sell everything from supplies of food, cookware, and battery packs and charging systems. You never know when tragedy will strike. So being prepared when it does is priority number one. Their food packs are great tasting and have a 25-year shelf life. Most of their packs will last a family three months or more. So don't hesitate to make one of the most important decisions of your life. Prepare now. Order your survival kits from My Patriot Supply now. The link will be in the description below.